Welcome to the Line Podcast. I am Tom Waller and I'm joined once again by my great co-host, Lee Lawton. We are here today to bring you more information on how to improve your life, improve the lives of others, and really create what you want to create in the world with that precious time that you have. The show is growing rapidly, so really appreciate your input on that and your help to do so. Lee, great to see you again today. Great to see you too, mate. How are we doing? I'm good. What's new in your life? I think I've got a displaced rib, <laughs> slightly, nice. slightly poor rib. So I might get, get you to have a look at that afterwards. Well, I tried to just do something before, but it kind of failed <laughs> on a coffee table. <laughs> I hope you haven't got CCTV in there. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, there's no cameras. Mate, don't worry. <laughs> but I suppose the aches and pains are normal when you're training hard, which yeah. you are. Yeah, I it's am. It's going well. Yeah, it's going well. I'm loving training. Yeah, yeah. Nutrition just, good? Nutrition is good. Yeah, yeah. Low calories, but it's good. How are you getting on with the deficit? Are you in deficit? Yeah, yeah. Quite a deficit. Yeah. Um, good, good. It's just more introduced adversity, which I like. Um, like the, I, watched, I saw a video the other day and it said, and I can't remember these exact numbers, but it was something like 90% of people over 30 will never sprint again. Wow. And because the because adversity, so yeah. people don't, and he went on to say people don't like to be in a deficit. People don't like the cold exposure or heat exposure. Yeah. People don't like to lift heavy weights. And I just thought that was really sad. Like, I love all of those things. <laughs> but I think that's true. When you lean into those things, yeah. you kind of get a taste for it yeah. and you enjoy it more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this. I heard it similar I, a while ago. An ultra runner was saying, "People get sore knees not because they start running, but because they haven't been running yes. for a long time." Do you know what? My knees were horrendous uh, six months ago, like really bad. And I've always been guilty of not training my legs enough. Yeah. And now I do. I train them twice a week, and each leg session's an hour. So yeah. I'm training them for two hours a week. And my knee pain is reduced massively, nearly gone. Like I was in, I was at the point where I couldn't kneel yeah. on my knees. Yeah. They, were, they were that painful. And through playing baseball, the reason I stopped playing baseball is because the running was damaging my knees, really hurting. Um, but yeah, training my legs way more than I have been doing really helped my knee pain. That adversity is so important. Just pushing your weight into really. something difficult, like... Each show, we, we, we're challenging people to do something a bit difficult for themselves. But the more you push into these challenges, the more you acclimatize to the negativity, the more you acclimatize to the difficulty, uh, and, the, and the greater your life will be. And I suppose this week's topic is a really good topic around that because it's kind of the, the opposite of leaning into the adversity. It's avoiding uh, things that are bad for you and, and what we call impulse control. Yeah, the comfort, the 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 indulgence yeah, yeah. which uh, as humans we, we go to i see it's it's really funny i've seen myself do it and i see people do it all the time how many times do people pick up their phone they open facebook quick look instagram quick look yeah whatsapp quick look uh email quick look back to facebook quick look instagram and you say you just were on there mm. why do you need to check it again and it's an it's an impulse yeah you have to do it yeah and these things that distractors from what we're doing all the time so our impulses might be i'm sitting down to do some work but i might just check my phone to see what's going on or i know i've got this project to do but i'm just going to sit on the sofa and watch tv i know i've got to be in a calorie deficit but that chocolate looks great yeah but instagram and facebook are designed 
to make you do that. So before 2017, Instagram and Facebook, I believe, were chronological order. So whenever you went on, you would see the things that people have shared recently, and then you'd be able to go back down chronologically. I remember that, yes. And then they introduced the algorithm. Yeah. So now it shows you, and the algorithm is specifically designed to make you stay on that app longer. That's what it's for. Yeah. So it's now shows you the things that it knows you want to see. It might be two days ago that you hadn't seen, but it shows you things that are going to keep you on there longer. And I've been guilty of it so many times where I pick up my phone to do something for work or something. And then I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I'm on Instagram. I know. And then I'm like, and, and I get, and I like swipe it off and ch- chuck my phone to the side. And I'm like, but I luckily now notice quite quickly. But I imagine people who don't care as much about personal development and productivity, they probably go on their phone to do something. And then they're just on there for ages and ages and ages. And And it's such an addiction that if you start to tell people, they'll resist. Yeah. And they get quite offended. Yes. Like Sarah and I like try to keep each other accountable. But we both notice how if someone calls the other one out, it's like, no, I wasn't doing that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking word! You literally were doing it in front of my face. Yeah, like, yeah. Me and, me and Laws going through it right now. She's she spends loads of time on her phone, and I'm like, put that bloody phone down. But it's and she's just, like, I'm not on it. I'm not on it all the time. I'm not on it all the time. And I'm like, mm. it's so true. But even like the, go. You know, you you said that the algorithm for 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 Facebook and Instagram go to sugar and sweets and treats. Mm. Sugar has uh, what it does. Is it blocks something called leptin in the brain. Leptin tells you that you're full. Mm. So that satiety hormone. So you can go for something, you get that hit, that little hit from the sugar, and then your brain doesn't register the fact you're full and you keep going. Mm. And you know, there's, there's a reason that the Bible references that Adam had a piece of fruit. Mm. Fruit, fruit has taste. the sugar in yeah. it, and the sugar is addictive, and that is the sin. Mm-hmm. And we should, we should be really thinking about, you know, where are we getting caught up on sins or impulses that yeah. pull us away that are distractions, yeah. which quite frankly, I believe are deliberately there to keep us rebuying from someone or re-in the yeah. program or re-in the system. Yeah. Um, you know, what are some classic examples that you would say that we've mentioned a couple, but people are impulsively going to that they may or may not see themselves doing? Yeah. Um, so food is a big one for me. Yeah. Like, oh, it was, it used to be, I used to, be very impulsive with food. And this instant, so it's instant gratification and delayed gratification yep. is what we're talking about. So this, as with most things we've talked about, is something that I have struggled with massively. For years, I would, I was ruled by instant gratification. So Amazon is a big one. I'd think of something that I wanted, go on Amazon, it's there, buy it, it's delivered the next day. That is consumerism impulse buying and instant gratification at its finest um i looked about three years ago i looked at my purchases and over the year it averaged out at something like four or five purchases a week wow and i was like what am i doing yeah um but because I grew up poor, well, not poor, my mum my gave us the things we needed, but because I w- wanted for things when I was younger, when I started to have success in business, I found that I would just start buying things. And I and that was like a big instant gratification thing for me until I 
looked at it and realized what I was doing and then like took a step back and was like, no more. And and I still buy things off Amazon, but it's things that I need and usually things for business, if anything. But um, it's it's such a people don't realize how limiting it is on their business, on their growth. Even if you don't own a business, the growth of your relationships, the growth of your work within a workplace, the growth of your fitness. Like you go into the gym, people are spending half the time on their phone more Mm. than they are training. Mm. And, you know, I know that you might have rest between sets, you want to do something, but like it's taking away from the focus that you're there to do. Yeah. People want to progress in their job, but they're like, I don't have any time. It's like, well, let's have a look at your phone and see the stats you're on there for. Yeah. You want to get fit. People are getting distracted by the foods. Mm. So yeah, the true. gym's a big one. Like people in the gym, like, yeah, rest between sets, but like, what do you need to rest? 60 to 90 seconds, mm. like not five minutes on your phone. Yeah. And um, I'm doing Wes Watson's workout at the minute. Yeah. And it is... Like I'm, li- people literally stood in the gym staring at me, thinking, "What the hell is he doing?" Yeah, because they're just not used to seeing it, and it's like really high rep sets. So some of them, it's like five sets, twenty five, twenty, twenty, fifteen, ten. Yeah, and I'm doing like bicep curls for two, like the first two sets of twenty five, I think. And while I'm doing that, people are doing the set, putting the like putting it down, and you know when you're in the gym and you can just you're not looking at other people but you know that other people are like looking at you thinking what is he doing Dude, they're looking because at you because you swole because my, yeah, no, i think it's because they're thinking what is he doing the weirdo but most people and i go to quite a commercial gym yeah but most people don't train hard in there like there's one guy who trains really hard in there and yeah. he, he screams and uh he like wears a weight he wears like a weight belt for doing tricep extensions and stuff love and it. then screams love those guys <laughs> love those guys but everyone in the gym is looking at him like what the hell are you doing but that's because most of them are there to pass the time i think i don't know i think classic example today like took my car in and the lady's like we tried to call you we tried to text you all this stuff i'm like i don't hardly spend time on my phone like, mm. if i go on my phone i'm not looking at voicemails i'm not looking at texts. i'm on there to look at the stuff i'm there to look yeah. at so i do miss stuff but yeah. It's not my, I mean, it, it, ultimately it's my fault and I'm going to go and apologise because I didn't control my impulse this morning. I lost my shit in the car carriage, um, which didn't serve anybody in the long run. But the delayed gratification thing is so key. Mm. Like you and I talk all the time about how frustrated we are that we aren't further along. Yeah. But then I suppose we look at how, how far we've come compared to where we were yeah. and compared to maybe the peers around us. A, a classic example, I when I mentor chiropractors to to start or run their practices better. Like the delayed gratification, delay the gratification. And I say this to my associates, like for the first four years of owning our practice, which very quickly got over the half a million mark, we were still living in a tiny two up, two down house. Mm. For the first year, we're actually living in a room in, in, my, in Sarah's parents' house. Yeah. And, and the business is earning this really good amount of money, mm. but we're not taking any of it. Mm. We're, we're delaying the gratification. We're putting it back into the business, putting it back into where we want to go. Yeah. And so now look at your practice. It's it's, it's, it's thriving, and, thriving. We, and we live in a beautiful house yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and we have other houses that we rent. Yeah. So it's that delayed gratification pays off. Mm. The same with I'm not going to scroll. I'm going to work. I'm not going to scroll. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to scroll. I'm going to work. And that delayed gratification pays off. Yeah. Deep work, that Cal Newport book that um, I mentioned in a previous episode, that's really good about that. Um, 
and he mentions having set times to scroll. Yeah. So focus when you're doing deep work, do your deep work, but don't be distracted and think, oh, I want to look at that thing or, oh, I just want to Google that or, oh, I wonder how much that is. Keep them aside. Yep. And then have a, a select small amount of time where you're going to actually do that time wasting stuff on your phone and it allows you to focus more during the time of deep work. Um, but my phone is always on silent. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, always. And I would, I would, um, I would say that we've spoken about before, like the critical tasks, or the you know, get the stuff that you need to get done first. Yeah. And if you get that done in two hours in the morning, yeah, whatever, do what yeah. you want to do, but yeah. control the impulse until yeah. you've done it. Yeah, it's discipline. I suppose a good book for that is Atomic Habits, isn't it? That talks about how you can control your environment to reduce the potential to fall for the impulse. Yeah. So, for instance, you're, you're into work in your office, leave the phone outside. Yeah. Um, put it in a microwave so it can't get any, like, signal. Um, treats and stuff, if you keep them in the house, keep them in the cupboards upstairs or in the garage, not in the fridge that you go and look in all the time. Little things that you can do to, to help yourself reduce the impulse um, potential or draw uh, so you can control it better in, in the long run. Yeah. So there's the old um the old story of the marshmallows. So should we just talk about that? Do you know this? Oh the kids one. Yeah. Yeah. So there's kids so just to explain a bit more about what delayed gratification and instant gratification is, there was these kids in a study and they took the kids and they gave them one marshmallow and they said, You can do whatever you want with this, but if you don't eat it and you save it, when we come back, we're gonna give you another one. Mm. So they went away, I think it was for like 10 minutes or something. And then when they came back in, the ones who hadn't eaten it got another marshmallow and the ones who had didn't. Um, and then years later, they tracked the progress of these kids and they found that the ones that had delayed gratification ingrained in them at an early age were more successful in life, were more, were, had earned more money in life. And it just shows how much of an important skill delaying gratification is and i think that that childhood stuff is really good like you see people who are successful you ask them about their childhood and they tend to have like i had like i had a tough paper round mm. you tend to have had done something mm. to earn things yeah not instantly yeah like i remember paper rounds when i was doing them huge bags on my back yeah crippling they were, yeah. out for hours on a sunday morning to get paid one pound fifty yeah it was low on it like dude <laughs> it's crippling uh, i remember working at, like my first proper job after the paper round was in a co-op uh so like a convenience store you go into the co-op now the people who work there are completely disheveled mm -hmm. they're wearing some resemblance of their uniform when I was there, it used to be shirt and tie. Mm. You had to wear a shirt and tie and smart shoes. Yeah. And that whole service has changed, that whole pride, that whole work hard ethic. Mm. It's completely changed. Yeah. Um, and I think it's all part of the same conversation. People are just falling for the short term hits. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. learning the long term game. We've been programmed. So the society that we live in has programmed us to want everything immediately. Yeah. And that's why you see so many failed podcasts like podcasts for example yeah. or failed youtube channels it's all because of 
that lack of ability to delay the gratification and to put in the work now mm. for some for the possibility of more success later on so putting off the the gratification now and wanting everything immediately and it is easy to want everything immediately like mm. we were saying um you you naturally want things and it's not your fault you've been programmed to do that you've been programmed to want everything immediately just eat amazon everything's delivered next day on demand tv everything is there at the touch of a button at the end of your fingertips immediately so why isn't success the same and that's what people think and it, yeah and it's this short term feel like you feel like you've won when you get something smaller yeah. it's a feel like a win dopamine exactly dopamine hits and i love ed saying and one of my clients bought me a poster with it on winning is more fun than fun is yeah. fun and it's so true it's like yeah. this these little hits are fun but the big win is way more fun mm -hmm. than that. And I know people are listening to this podcast and you get G'd up and you sometimes fall into the trap by thinking that just because I listen to personal development podcasts, I'm being successful. Mm. And that's not the truth. Um, so we hope that you take everything that we say well and actually then put it into place and, and, and work. And we are aiming to create something for you that will really help you do that. Uh, in a very purposeful way. Yes. Um, so that it's not just voice, but it's real action. Um, because if we can get more people as a group, if people can, and similar to the previous episode, you surround yourself by these people who are delaying the gratification, who come together and get those dopamine hits by talking about the ideas mm -hmm. and discussing and brainstorming the ideas as opposed to like flashing them or just having, you know, hits of nothingness then you compound that over time. You take Warren Buffett's example. Nobody knew who Warren Buffett was before the age of 60. Mm -hmm. He turned 60, and because he's compounded his interest, suddenly, boom, mm -hmm. richest guy in the world. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what it takes. Yeah. So what are some things that people can do to delay the gratification? We'll round it off. Um, what are some actionable steps? Um, you mentioned the community that we're yeah, thinking I think about. The, I think being part of people who have a bigger vision yep. is a great thing. Yep. People who get excited about your ideas and cheerlead your ideas. Because I think if you're hanging around with people who poo-poo your ideas or say it's not achievable, you're just going to go back into comfort. Mm. You're going to go for that thing that's comfortable. Yeah. Thinking about the outcome, thinking about how you're... So that visualization that we've spoken about previously, how will you feel when this stuff is really achieved. Mm. Like, what's the feeling that you're gonna get from that? Yeah. The feeling that you're gonna get from when you can just, I remember years ago when I let, my, I let myself slip a little bit. I think it's before I did the first 75 hard. And I remember I walked to the shop uh, down the main road uh, where we used to live. And then I turned around to come home and there's traffic backed up. And I'm walking into a headwind. And you know when you walk into a headwind, you're wearing a t-shirt and your belly's a bit fat and it hugs your belly. Yeah. And I was so self-conscious all the way home. And I was like, fuck, stop, literally stop. And I had my bag. Guess what, guess what was in the bag? Freaking cider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. But you, you have to think about what's more fun. And I remember from the end of that, my last two days on that 75 hard program, I was teaching in Perth. And I remember going to Perth and I remember going out to dinner with the with the people who put the talk on that evening and not drinking. 
And I remember getting up the next morning before I uh, taught the next day and going for a run. And I remember how good I mm. actually felt being able to stand there, wear my body with pride yeah. um, and delay the gratification. And I think if you can really surround yourself by people who focus on the long-term game, who focus on you being better, you can think about that. And that is a daily practice that has to go into your mind. You delay the gratification. Now, we all slip. Mm. But if you slip and slip and slip, you start to slide. Yeah. But if you slip and check yourself, then you can come back on. Recover. Because, we, we, you know, Easter wasn't that long ago. I slipped a little bit. But you check it and you're back. Mm. Yeah, agreed. And then the only thing I would add to that would be start to love the hard shit. Mm. Like the cold showers, begin doing cold showers like and enjoy them. And Laura thinks I'm crazy because I love hard shit. Like mm. if something's difficult, I like it. Um, I, when I train, I train to the point where I'm just nearly collapsing because I want to train as hard as possible. So if you start to enjoy that hard stuff, then when you're going through a hard time and you've got something that you're putting off for that later delayed gratification, you'll learn to love the process. So that's all I would add. It's funny, this morning I was in the gym, I had to go out and vomit. Did you? <laughs> I did. It's been a long a time since I I was done doing it. legs, dude, and suddenly this wave comes over. Oh my mm. God, I haven't done this in years. Yeah. Came back in, I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've done that. Steve, I used to, you know, Steve, yeah. who, who used to work for me, he used to puke every time we trained together. Oh. I'd be like, where's he gone? And he'd be oh, gone in the toilet. It's out. not fun at the time, but like at the end, you're like, wow, that was worth it. And, you know, it is worth leaning into those difficult things. Mm. I think cold showers, like you mentioned, it's yeah. such a great way to start. First thing in the morning, if you get in that cold shower mm. and you didn't want to, you've done something hard. It's a win. You made yourself better. It's a win. Yeah. Cool. Let's leave that episode there, shall we? Yep. Thank you so much for listening and watching on YouTube as always. Um, if you would like to help this podcast grow, then please do share the show. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. If you could take a moment just to write a few words about what you think about the podcast on Apple Podcasts, it really means the world to us and helps us grow. And you don't have to share this online. If you just know somebody that wants to make their life better, text them, copy the link of the podcast, send it to them in WhatsApp. And please share the show. Thank you so much for listening as always. And we will see you in the next episode.